You know, I've always wondered, why can't bicycles stand up by themselves? Oh, that's right. They're too tired. Oh, welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week, she is the cream of the ice cream business. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Norma Diaz, the owner of La Rosa. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. For visioners who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Norma Diaz, and I'm the owner of La Rosa Fruit Bars and Ice Cream. So I have to ask you, is there fruit in the fruit bars? Well, contrary, contrary to popular belief, uh, I think most people don't really realize that, um, that we do really? have real fruit in our fruit bars. In fact, I was thinking about <laughs> making a billboard. Yeah. Remember those old things that said, shame on so-and-so? Well, right. this one was going to say, shame on La Rosa fruit bars for putting real fruit in our fruit bars. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reverse psychology idea in marketing. Exactly. exactly. And it's really interesting. The, the reason I ask you about that is because so many fruit bars that are being sold on the market are not natural fruits. And, and yet this is a part of your family tradition that's gone back for years and years and years when your parents were starting the business, correct? You know, I'm not really sure I would hope that if their product says fruit that there is actual fruit in it I always feel like I'm cheating if we use a pureed item but um, we do our own purees okay. from from the fresh fruit and I've noticed that when you use fresh fruit you just get a better flavor now I imagine that because this is a, a family-owned business uh, you don't necessarily go through and get vast, huge volumes of fruit. You've had an experience or two where going down to the grocery store and, and last minute. Tell us a little bit about how that happened because I, I think it's delightful. Yeah, so uh, sometimes I have to rush out and go get, let's say, a load of bananas. Right. You know, so I'll run down here to Vallarta and I'll buy a bunch of bananas and the girl's just staring at me like as she's running them through, probably thinking, what in the world? What are you going to do with all these bananas? And I said, <laughs> I have a monkey. And she says, really? And I said, no, we actually, it's for the La Rosa fruit bar. She goes, you really put fruit in them? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, and that's happened several times and it just makes me chuckle, you know, because it's kind of a crazy thought, but perhaps there's companies out there that do that. I, right. I don't know. I'm just concerned about what's happening here. For visioneers who are listening to this, we are actually in the warehouse, a very cold warehouse right now, and <laughs> because it's just beginning spring, but it would be odd if we were not in a cold warehouse for ice cream. This is true. So my girls, when they come to work, they're like bundled up. Right. You know, they got the snow jacket on and their big <laughs> pairs of gloves. Then I turn the heater on. I go, okay, I'm not being cheap today. I'm turning the heater on. <laughs> They're like, okay, go take a break. Right, sure. 
The great thing about this is this is a family-owned business, and you're the second-generation owner yes. of this. Yes. And first of all, very briefly, tell us why did your parents start an ice cream business here in Bakersfield? This was a, a house oh, okay. to begin with. So right. everything that my dad and mom added on is, is you know, like that back door you see back there, uh -huh. right there, that pink door is, right. was the back of the house. Oh, okay. So uh, my mom actually started making cakes and it was called Cakes for All Occasions. So she would make wedding cakes, birthday, you know, any, any kind of cake, the cake with all the tears and all that, right. the wedding. Sure. And, um, and then they thought, well, you know, it's really hot here, maybe uh, an ice cream type, and, and the paletas are very popular in Mexico, and I'm not lying, you can go, there's one on every block. Right. So um, they thought that would be a great idea. Now, once they got that started, you know, they got a couple of carts to start street vending and things like that. Well, then they had to make a decision, because my dad was still working at his other job. Right. You know, you don't just drop everything and say, oh, let's do this. Right. Because it doesn't work that way. Sure. So um, what they did was they had to decide, do we keep making the cakes? Because my dad helped my mom with that too. Or do we try this? So for a while there, they kind of overlapped each other. Right. And then once they decided that they could actually do okay with the bars, even though they were making small quantities, that um, they would forego on the on the cakes, which right. was, you know, a big step for my mom. But I, I believe they both had business in their blood. You have inherited the business mm -hmm. from your parents, and we had this little hiccup called COVID mm. that came along. What's been your experience? Because you're in the food industry during COVID, and restaurants have had a hard time. So how has your business been treated by COVID? COVID is a disaster in itself. Right. However, we were very blessed that um, that we had a lot of people coming here, which was we just had that window that we open and people know that they can come through the back and you know just take stuff out. So what I did is I made sure that everything was up to par. I did my six foot distancing. You know, I put signs up and everybody was wonderful that came. I couldn't even believe it. Um, it was really great because I used a lot of social media, which I really wasn't oh. doing before. Um, I mean, I did, we have a Facebook page right. and an Instagram, but it really helped me to incorporate that into our business. Ah. So, you know, and I made it fun. So like, you know, I'd go, okay, I'd make a video at home and, and I'd put it on Instagram and people were like loving it. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I, I would tell them, you don't need all these drink materials to make an awesome cocktail. You just get a watermelon La Rosa bar, put it in there, <laughs> throw some vodka in there, you know. And so we did all these really great ideas and we made it fun. Right. So um, I'd make, you know, I'd be all wrapped up in here and go, hey, come down and see me. I'm here by myself today. And, <laughs> you know, we would have specials to help out, too. And I think so many people were off work that I was just like super blessed and my employees were super blessed and that made me joyful too that you know we could do it together because we're kind of like a family here right you know? right i think the fact that you use social media and you had fun doing it made a huge difference because so many business owners think they need to be straight laced and super tight and formal but social media doesn't work that way why did you look at having fun with social media as the ticket instead of trying to be straight-laced and uptight and, and whatnot? 
Oh my gosh, because I'm a fun person. <laughs> because I'm a fun person. Here's the thing. I always think about this business like with color. Right. I love color. Right. Like um, when I used to do a lot of running, right. I always had different colors on. Right. You know, they just made me happy. So I always think the colors, everything. If I go look at a display freezer, I want to see color. Right. You know, and, and the Lord gave us a lot of different colors and fruits and things like that. So I just thought I would have fun with it or just be me, you know, because I think if you're uptight and everything, that's what you project. That's what I'm going to receive. Right. right. So, but if I project something fun, then you're like, oh, we need to go down there. Or I made these micheladas for your beer. <laughs> oh my God, we got to go get some, you know, and a lot of cool stuff. And, and creativity is a lot of it. You just got to keep moving forward. And that's what we did last year, too. Uh, that's what we did. If visioneers want to follow you on social media to watch your fun videos, how do they do that? Okay, the Instagram is La Rosa Fruit. Okay. So they can go on there and see all the videos from last year. They're a lot of fun. For the internet, we have a website, LaRosaFruitBars.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? I have a cell number, 661-619-9359. What was that number again? 661-619-9359. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe and notify and leave a comment, especially here on YouTube. Uh, we love the comments that are given to us. We get a lot of great feedback and a lot of great visioneer questions. And when we come back, we're gonna go into how do you transition a business that your parents owned and make it your own? When we come right back. Any aim you have in any area of your life can be enhanced with better leadership and communication skills. And there is no better place to learn leadership and communication skills than your local Toastmasters Club. My name is Kirkland Tibbles, and I've been a Toastmaster for 42 years. And I'm here to tell you, the supportive and fun environment of Toastmasters is a great place to learn. Come join us, won't you? You won't regret it. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the find a club button today. We're here with Norma Diaz, the owner of La Rosa Fruit Bars and Ice Cream. And our visionary question comes from Cody who asks, as we're coming out of COVID, I'm finding that my business is getting busier and busier. What do you do to say no to opportunities that are distractions that prevent you from moving forward on the priorities of your business? That's a difficult question. Okay. Because it's like, what do you say no to? First of all, I mean, mm -hmm. does it fit into what I'm trying to do or what mm -hmm. I'm trying to move forward? This is a really different kind of business. Okay. You know, I could have someone walk up right now and go, hey, you know, I want to see about renting a card, but I have this taco business and I want to have it all the time. And my first instinct is that cart has a home and it's right here. Right. So every night, like a child, it comes <laughs> home. <laughs> so, so then in my mind, I'm thinking, do I want to say yes or no to that? Right. Because he's going to want to keep it over there because he doesn't want to come back here every single day. So right. it just depends, right. you know, how I can fit that into my business or do I fit it in or is it something really I want to do or not do? 
How often do you get asked by organizations, especially nonprofits in the community? Because Bakersfield is a very giving community. Yes. But I but as a successful business owner, I'm sure you are on their radar constantly. <laughs> How do you go through and judge which ones that you say, yes, I'll be happy to contribute and others, eh, call me back next year? Well, if it has to do with children, I'm all about it. Okay. So there, that's like, and don't be calling me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, actually, what we do is, and I say we, although. It's the imperial because it we, is, huh? Yes, the imperial we. I talked to this person over here. <laughs> over here this um, what I like to do is evaluate it. You know, if they've been here before and I've worked them, with them before, I love it. Um, you know, sometimes. You know, we do donate things. When it gets to be too much and it gets huger, then we make a deal. Right. You know, I'll, I'll still be able to, you know, do this, but let's do this too. And they're like all over it, which right. is very helpful for us because, you know, if I gave it all away, it, 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 what's the point? You know? Right. But it's, at the same time, it's a huge blessing because, you know, you do this and you get that. And it, I'm not talking that that's why we do things mm -hmm. the way we do things. I just, it makes me feel good. Right. You know. And I love seeing the kids getting ice cream. You know, I've done the uh, Dr. Seuss uh, Read Across America several years with right. some of the classes, and the kids love it. And I love it anyway, so I get to dress up and <laughs> be the cat in the hat. Hope I don't offend anyone. No. <laughs> Was this something that you learned from your father? The, the donating part? Yeah, the, and, the, and how to go through and discern which ones you donate to and how you do that. No, I, I think it's, it's just a personal thing. Okay. Um, as, as, and, and that I love the Lord, and I know those are things that, that are not requested of me, but right. that it's a desire that you want to do that. You know what I mean? So, sure. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I'm not saying my dad's not giving. It, it wasn't about that. I think they were so busy trying to build their business that they weren't really thinking about that. And, mm. you know, I'd have to ask him probably if, if before I ever came here, if they were doing anything like that. But I don't think it was as prevalent as it is now. Right. Now, you went through and you inherited the business from your parents. and Through what? slavery. No, I'm just, <laughs> okay. All no, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, but you know, different business owners have different ways of training their children to take over the family business. Was this a process for you or were you just thrown in the fire and sink or swim? I don't even know how I ended up here. It was not my plan. It was God's plan. Hmm. And his is always way better. Right. You don't know it at the moment, but what do they say that we live forward but learn backwards? Right. And that's kind of what happened with me and and uh, my parents there was no entitlement. There's not, we're gonna pay you this much. It was like, it wasn't like that. And I worked seven days a week. Right, just all like hours. they did. Exactly. And I didn't do it with intentions of, oh, I'm gonna have this. I never even thought that. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to do my own thing. Right. And make that successful. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, so I started working here. I had to do all the dirty jobs. Mm. But now I look back and I think, I'm still here, <laughs> right. and I survived. I had to drive five guys to Lamont every day and go pick them up at night with their carts. Right. That was not, a, it was not something I wanted to do, right. but I stuck it out. I don't know why. 
I just did. I think it was just in me to, and then maybe part of it was my dad was so busy that maybe I felt like I needed to prove something to him mm. that I could do this, you know, because as a kid, that's what you want your parents to go, hey, that's great, you know, and my dad never did that. Mm. He never did that. And uh, like I told you earlier that at some point he just opened his arms and, and, and hugged me. And that was the change of everything in that moment. But that took years. Because I've been here, this is my 24th year. And uh, it was a difficult process. It wasn't easy. And yet, you still ask him questions. I do still ask him <laughs> questions. Because he changed. But the great thing about it was that I changed. How so? Well. I didn't look at him the same way anymore. And when love is involved in things, it's just like the greatest thing. It makes everything okay. And I think I just wanted that from my dad. And when he finally came out with that, then everything else, it didn't, it didn't matter. It's what you do for your family. Right. You know, and I love my parents. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to delve into the varying types of graphene and how they're used in golf clubs to help elevate the swing and power <laughs> swing uh, of using or making actually a one iron something that's actually usable. Or we can answer another visionary question when we come right back. <laughs> a one iron, oh my God. We're here at La Rosa's because we got a visionary question from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer asking, what's with those cards? Does somebody own the business for that? And here we are. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. If you've got a question, a thought, an idea, a business you want to learn more about so that we can find out what you would like to learn about here on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So reach out to us with your comments, your thoughts, your ideas on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram today. We're here with Norma Diaz, the owner of La Rosa Fruit Bars and Ice Cream. And our vision, your question comes from Betsy who asks, I think I've gone through a dozen different planners over the last two years to help me schedule my time unsuccessfully. What method do you use to block out your schedule so you can prioritize what's important? A method of madness <laughs> is what it's called. Oh no, oh no, hold on. Planners don't work. Right. Because wh where did I put that planner? <laughs> oh my God, where is that? Okay, uh, so that didn't work for me. They are all lovely. They're mm -hmm. beautiful. And you're like, ooh, look at it. I get to write this in here and that over here. Doesn't work. Um, actually, I use my phone a lot. A reminder, like right. the day before the event or the situation, I right. have a book that I write things in for like, let's say we have so many cards this weekend or whatever, and then I tag them with a color because then I know it's for that month. Right. Um, I go through it every day. It might only have a page or two. It might have, hopefully, a lot of pages <laughs> that I'm like, okay, and then I do my things. Um, I try to prioritize uh, the, the day before for the next day. Right. And leave it on my desk. That's where I'm going to be. Sure. 
part of organizing all this is being able to create priorities. And how do you go through and decide what's important and what's not and what's just minutia that you can ignore and hopefully put off? Okay, well that last one never happens. <laughs> never okay. happens. Okay. 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 So if it has to do with ingredients, I better be on top of it. Right. So I asked my girls, I can't be everywhere at once. I'm like, when you're getting ready to use the last, let's say, gallon of something, please tell me. Right. Because the worst thing I hate is uh, when they tell you, oh, we need this. Well, how much, do we still have enough for this or that? No. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't get mad at them. I just like shake my head and walk off and immediately do that. Right. So there's not a whole lot of thinking to do there. Um, so yeah, if it has to do with ingredients and, and uh, supplies that yeah. we use, I have to be on top of it. Right, right. So again, I make myself a list and then I look at it and which one is the most important and which one's gonna take the longest. Mm. Because that's the one I wanna go to first. Like if I'm ordering my Costco boxes, I know that's gonna take, could be lead time, four to six weeks, which means I need to know the year before what I'm gonna do. Right, so you right. kinda have to forecast you know, how things are. One of the other th benefits of owning a successful business is you have the ability to get some of your time back, hopefully, uh, but you also get the ability to invest in other businesses and other opportunities. What is something that you have recently invested in that brings you a great deal of pleasure? We were able to, well, Jackie, my wife, was able to purchase uh, Kern River Golf Course. Oh, okay. Um, you know, we had to, uh, the, our home was paid off outright, so we used that. You know. There's a benefit to having a, a mortgage-free house. Yes, I loved it. <laughs> when you work your whole life and you're like, yeah, wait for this day. So yes, however, so that was a very scary step for me. Um, however, I think it had to do a lot with trust mm. and trusting that she knew what she was doing, which she does that beyond. And uh, she's a great example for me because she's such a go-getter and knows what she wants. And I think that's a lot of your business is you have to know what you want. Mm. That's what you got to know first because then you know which way to go. Otherwise, you're in deep trouble. So you can't be a scatterbrain. You can't wait till the very last second to say I'm out of ice cream? I know, it does happen. <laughs> it happens a lot, actually. <laughs> but I like hearing that. Oh, I'll be right there. Because that's where our customer service comes in. We jet over there. You call me today, I'm going to be there today, even right. if I have to take it myself. Right. Part of this, too, also comes from the fact that, yes, you learned a lot from your parents on this, but some of this is also self-education. What is something that you have read that has really made a big impact on your business? Yes. I have this book called The Slight Edge. Man, I bought it for other people. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, I saw it on their dresser one day, and it had never been opened. Oh, and no. I thought there's a world of information in there. And what I love about that book is it's just plain and simple. I don't like all these big words because then I got to look them up. What does that mean? <laughs> I like just like talking to you and me, right. you know, simple. And, and uh, pretty much you just said in there, you know, you, you, if you just have a slight edge, whatever that could be, right. you've got to use it, you know, and it doesn't even take that much because we all get the same 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. It's what you choose to do with it. If you just sit around and watch TV all day, 
you can know a lot about Oprah and Dr. Phil and you know what I'm saying? Right. But again, it all comes down to the love of your business. If you love it. Who wrote The Slight Edge? Jeff Olson. Jeff Olson. What does the next five, ten years at La Rosa look like? I thought it would be really cool to do like a, a family line, mm. a, a family line flavor. So I asked my little sister, you know, what would, what would be your perfect ice cream flavor? And since she loves ice cream so much, she was like, oh my God, you know, I don't know. Let me think about it. And uh, so, you know, we, I, I kind of want to do something like that and give them cool names, you know, like my niece Brooklyn, you know, what does she like? Right. You know, Brooklyn something or, you know, or, or my dad, he wanted, you know, Mongo with chili, and I'm like, okay, we already have that, Dad, but uh, you know, <laughs> but the way that he wants it made, in a, right. where he can scoop it, not eat it on a bar, you know. Right, right. So you know, we just like to try different stuff, and who knows? I mean, just a novelty, something that's new and you know, creative, and something that is tied to the family. Yes, exactly. Tell me about the cookbook. Oh, a cookbook, yes. <laughs> so before we sold our home, we um, were going through stuff. Jackie found a, an old cookbook that her niece had given her. It was a Southern cooking. Uh -huh. And uh, it had some recipes in there, a lot of fruit recipes, which were really great. Uh -huh. So one night I noticed it had a baked bananas. And I thought, baked bananas, OK. So I looked over, and there were some bananas in the bucket there, in the basket. And uh, I thought, I'm going to try this. So I put it in there. I, I didn't even read the whole recipe. I don't know what I was thinking. And when I got it out, I gave it to Jackie. And she's like, I go, oh, man, I forgot to add the sugar. And she's like, oh, I don't want it. You didn't even do it like the recipe. And I was like, just taste it. So when she tasted it, she's like, oh, this is really good. And I go, see, what did it matter? You just got to try it out first. But anyways, so I think that might be a really good flavor to do, even though we have a banana cream bar, right. which is made with fresh bananas. Right, right. Um, I think the baked bananas, I would go as far as baking the bananas myself. I want people to experience the real deal. Right. And that's what this is all about here. Everything, everything we made last year, we made custom bars and I would throw them out there and people came. They came, you know how it says, uh, build it and they will come? Right. That's what happened last year. That's what happened last year. So it made us really happy. The cherry vanilla, people went nuts over it. Because I thought, what can I do for Mother's Day? Let's do a cherry vanilla. <laughs> with all these cherries and the cherry juice, it was amazing. But my girls, they have a lot to do with it too. Because right. I go, hey, let's make this. I'm going to get this and that. And then they kind of throw in their little thing. And it's amazing. What about a dark chocolate? Like super dark chocolate yes my favorite with, with black cherry that would be awesome yes i just have to find the right dark chocolate uh, you know there's uh -huh. so many different things out there right but my girl here she's been asking for a strawberry cheesecake for a long time and i was like that's boring <laughs> but now i told her this year i go hey guess what we're gonna make this year she's like what and i go strawberry cheesecake so <laughs> I just always thought it would be fun to make ice creams in a bar. Sure. You know, from day one, that's what I thought. And I did. That's, that's one of the first things I did. I thought, I'm going to add a new flavor every year. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, 
and experience some of these new flavors, how are they going to, first of all, how are they going to find out about these new flavors? They can go to our Instagram, they can go to our Facebook page. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, La Rosa Fruit, and the Facebook page is La Rosa Fruit Bars. Okay. I tell all my customers, and that's what happened last year, so many people got on there that it expanded our base. They uh -huh. found out where we were. They knew the drill, how to get here, and <laughs> what to do when they get to the gate. Ring the bell. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and it was amazing. So now they know where we are. And they would come from all over town, and even from out of town. So it was really cool. And they would laugh at the videos, and they just loved, and they knew. I did this as a test one day. My dad came down here and I go, Dad, watch this. So I made a little video real quick of our freezers and all the bars and everything we had and, all, and everybody knew to text me. So my phone would go off. <laughs> and as soon as I posted that video, I go, see? It was so fun. People are amazing. We love our fans. We love them. Social media does work. Yes, it does. And if people want to find out where you're at, how, could, how do they do that? 1317 Niles Street, alley entrance, the most famous alley in Bakersfield. And what's your website? Uh, LaRosaFruitBars.com. Well, this has been a real treat, Norma. This has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on Thank Small you. Business Celebration. Thank you. And we'll be right back with my final thought. Any aim you have in any area of your life can be enhanced with better leadership and communication skills. And there is no better place to learn leadership and communication skills than your local Toastmasters Club. My name is Kirkland Tibbles, and I've been a Toastmaster for 42 years. And I'm here to tell you, the supportive and fun environment of Toastmasters is a great place to learn. Come join us, won't you? You won't regret it. Toastmasters, the fun and relaxed group of leaders who will help you get ahead. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and set your business ahead of COVID and ahead of your competition. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button. That's Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button today. The economy for a lot of businesses has been really, really dark for a very long time because as we've mentioned before earlier in this program, this, this recession has not enveloped businesses equally or affected businesses equally. And yet at the same time, we're starting to see a lot of these businesses that were going through rough times start to open up. Spring is, has sprung, as it were, and this is an opportunity to go ahead and take a look at how your business will grow in the future as the economy continues to improve. So as you're thinking, as you're plotting, as you're strategizing for what your business is gonna do next, treat yourself. Have an ice cream bar and think about how your business will be even better in the future. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. 
Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.